Okay, wait, here's my question. And because okay. I feel like this is good comparison. Which relationship is faker? This one or Tana and Jake? Okay. <laughs> That's it. That's my intro. Hi, welcome back to the Swell Shenanigans podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, but you can call me Swell. Here on the Swell Shenanigans podcast, as always, I say this every single time. We are still figuring out what this is really going to be, but I know that I love talking about all things pop culture, social media, and shenanigans. And today, we have Isaac, Isaac of your internet friends, a diasporic artist. I feel like I butchered that, did I? You did fine. I was like, I noticed you. I was like, wait, are, they didn't ask how to pronounce my last name. And I like heard you like stop and you're like, wait, do you know how to say it? It's Coenca. Okay, Isaac Coenca. Okay. I, it's a Spanish last <laughs> Yeah, I'm super white. I, maybe I should have asked for that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh you're God. totally fine. <laughs> I was just oh like, God. wait, did she not say it? Because I, she realized that she maybe doesn't know how to say it. No, I think I just, I think even because before... So for those of you who don't know, every time I do one of these podcasts, I ask my guest, like, how do you want to be introduced? And I don't even think I asked for your last name. So that's on me. I was just like, are you cool with being introduced as Isaac of Your Internet Friends? By the way, we met because uh, they interviewed me for Your Internet Friends. Uh, I am in their second issue. It's very sweet. It was like my first like actual, I consider this my first published uh, interview. It's very nice. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. And I saw you holding it and I was like, oh my God, that's Jinsee. Yes, I have it. It's got my, I put my little, my little bookmark in here with my little uh, read me, love me, return me to Amanda Golga. My little library stamp is in there. It's in my little. <laughs> hey. um, but yeah, so I brought Isaac on today. I was like trying to find someone who would come on and talk with me about really anything. Cause I've been doing so many solo episodes lately because of my cough and uh, then it seemed like everything happened at once where we had all of this celebrity gossip coming out. And then we also had this, see, I don't like the phrase surviving Sophia because it makes it sound way more serious than it could have been. And we're, we're going to talk about that. So I definitely, I don't know. I think it all started for me when I would read like my mom's people magazines but I have just and I feel like that's where all this like new interest not new but like this interest in like modern day celebrities is also Mm -hmm. like stemming from and I just feel like I've always been interested like us as like society have always like been into like the gossip and like what's going on and now yes because like social media and like celebrities and people are so like interwoven we just see it more and now it's just like Yes, we we did just watch first Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox get together, and then Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian, and now Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian, and we're like, oh is this gosh. real life? Okay, <laughs> what's so happening? <laughs> so for Kim and Pete, I talked about this on a previous episode, um, but I, I I truly think that. They did the SNL episode together. They had the kiss, all mm-hmm. of that. There really wasn't anyone who was like, I didn't see anything where anyone was like, oh my God, they'd be a great couple. What's the deal? I think that this family is very business minded. And I think that they saw the success of Kravis with Courtney and Travis. And they were like, oh, Kim's been single for a while. We can use this. And Pete is just like, yeah, because he's just that guy. He's down. Apparently, the only thing that I've seen about the relationship from people, it's like, oh, she's giggling constantly. I'm like, yeah, because she feels ridiculous. (laughs) She's like holding hands with like a little brother and has to act. (laughs) I don't. Okay. I'm not. I am past the whole. I am. I'm past the whole. How is he pulling this? These women? I'm past that. I'm, I'm fully past that. I don't think that she, as a mother at this point in her career, (laughs) is genuinely like Pete Davidson. (laughs) I have so many reactions to what you just said. Um, First of all, all, I like have written an intro basically to an essay that I could write at this point because another one of my guy friends had posted, it's like, why, like, what is this happening? Or like, what's the deal? And I, I very much so agree and think they met on SNL and then he's just like very okay this is the thing about Pete Davidson that I've noticed he's like very I feel like it's a good thing and a bad thing he's very Mm -hmm. vulnerable or just like very self-aware and I think women and people read that as him being like emotionally mature but like is he and is he okay yes because he's okay he vocalizes his feelings and so they're like oh my gosh he's (laughs) self-aware But I'm like, no, is he actually okay, though? Because I mm. don't know. But he seems happy. And I feel like he has, like, healed from, like, a lot of, like, his, like, past and stuff. 
But then, oh, is Kimberly single? Is Kim single? I thought she had just, yeah. like, they had filed for divorce, but then, like, it stopped. And then during, like, the Donda, like, what is it? Like, live shows that, like, Connie mm-hmm. had did the last one. She was, like, an all-white. And I thought they had, like, recommitted to each other. So then she went and did SNL. Yeah, there was all of these theories about them, yeah. I'm so confused. Because I'm just, like... Everyone's like, oh, Kanye's going to be like in the booth making so many tracks now, like seeing these pictures. But I'm just like, yeah, what happened there? The darker theory when relating to this and the family is that this is all to detract from the Astroworld stuff and to take the heat off of Kylie. I've also seen that. Yeah, I haven't spoken about that on here. Um, I think it's a tragedy what happened to Astroworld. And I do think there's a lot of people to blame for that from the side of the organizers and Travis and the like. I, I think there's a lot going on there so yeah to, not to bring the mood down but like jeez my friend literally was like 100% this is to like distract from like the tragedy of astral world and they're just gonna spit him out and shoot they're gonna they're gonna like enjoy him let him enjoy this for now because they're gonna chew him up and spit him out in like a few months and I'm just like okay but the universe is already doing that to me for free he looks happy yeah at least he's having fun he, with it he, he celebrated his birthday with them they must have yeah. brought him a nice cake and stuff you know Flavor Flav was there. It just seemed like he's he's having a good time. Yes, absolutely. So like at the end of that, I just hope Kim's also having, I mean, here's the other thing. He's a successful comedian. He has a career. So I'm like, he has, he has a proven track record. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't agree with the concept where people are like, I don't know what they talk about. And it's like, it doesn't matter. They know what they're talking about. Like if this is, if it is a legitimate relationship, all of that. I, I do think they could have fun together. Do I think it's like an actual romantic connection? I I don't think so. I think at the very least, this is like a fun little PR thing for them. But again, I'm not in this relationship. So yeah. Okay, wait, here's my question. And because okay. I feel like this is good comparison. Which relationship is faker? This one or Tana and Jake? Okay. <laughs> right. When we compare it to that. Okay. When we're so Tana Mojo and Jake Paul, okay, who got fake married, and we know it's fake married because there was never a wedding license. That is public record, so we know for a fact they were never married. They got fake married in Vegas. They sold tickets and all of that. I tried to get a TanaCon viewing party together so we could all watch no. it together. <laughs> so luckily, luckily we didn't uh, because the live stream wasn't working. But yeah, no. As far as fake goes. See, I, I think I think the thing with Jake and Tana is that they never really tried to pretend like it was real other than like the mm. joking of like, I think they always joked that it was like this fake PR thing. Like, oh my, like they title things like my boyfriend does this, my rebound does this, but they never really hid the fact that it was all for views and they were just kind of trying yes. to get, she was getting more of a younger audience and then he was getting more of her like older female audience in comparison Whereas for more traditional celebrities uh, like Kim Kardashian, and I do think they are, the Kardashians are the ultimate influencers and Pete Davidson. I don't know. I think there's more at stake. And also they know that they know the importance of teams, these people. So Mm -hmm. they haven't, they have a PR team, you know, they have business managers, which I'm going to bring up later on in this episode when we talk about the Sophia stuff, because I think half these people need business managers. But yeah, so I think comparatively, obviously Jake and Tanner are more fake. But I, I don't think we're ever really until we get someone like, God, was it Lil Zan who did a whole breakdown when he was dating Noah Cyrus when she like left him and tried to tried to leave him and all of yes. that. And she was like, he cheated on me. And he was like, we were never real. Like your management set us up like he did a full crusade, went on all these talk shows, I think. And at that point, it's like, oh, yeah, they can't sue him. Because it already looks bad for her. So if they try and sue him for breaking an NDA or doing anything like that, like there's no one who wins in that situation and especially not Noah and her team. I think my thing at this point is like, why, why are you mad? Or like the men that are mad or other people that are mad. It's like, why are you mad? It's like, you weren't going to get with Kim Kardashian. Exactly. Okay. Yes. You should, they were never going to be Kim Kardashian. Happy. Yes. He is like literally a ray of, should be a ray of hope. 
into like your life <laughs> that maybe one day if you're funny enough a little bit more successful you too could ask out like a random person like kim kardashian like the kim kardashian of your world and it could work out he literally he's a he's a national treasure i'll go so far as to say it's <laughs> a national treasure okay okay different relations so we got a couple of public <laughs> breakups okay on top of this and i joked on twitter that did did none of the pr consultants realize that we were going into the cuffing season why are all these contracts rolling over at the same time because a couple of couples that were rumored to be pr relationships have broken up including oh, yes. uh sean mendes and camila cabello and jacob mm-hmm. Alordi and kaya gerber and for it's less pr for jacob and kaya the more yeah. theory that was allegedly gone around um and this is again theory rumor before we continue, please do not sue this podcast. We make no money. This is all a legend. I'm a YouTuber. <laughs> I am not. I am. <laughs> please don't sue me. <laughs> we, these are just delusional people. We are delusional yes. people just talking to each other. We, we are no writers. In the game. <laughs> we are spitballing plot lines. That's that's all we're doing. <laughs> this is the fiction of our life. Like, just let us enjoy this moment. <laughs> yes, we are writing real people fan fiction, and that is. <laughs> But the rumor was uh, that because Kaya had been spending so much time with Cara Delevingne, that there was like kind of a push by her parents to get into a very public relationship with a man because the rumor in Hollywood is that female celebrities don't come out anymore. They just get really friendly with Cara Delevingne. And like, that's the whole like running joke with amongst celebrity gossip circles and all of that. And so... But at that time, Jacob Elordi had been kind of going around a couple of different famous women, including uh, Zendaya, who even Zendaya was like, we're friends. Like she never, they were hanging out, but they were never like, they were never clearly boyfriend or girlfriend or anything like that. But they were definitely, you know, having some, some hangouts, you know, publicly, but he was definitely enjoying being associated with these famous women. And so now that relationship is allegedly done after a year. And then obviously Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello had been together for a while. And there's been rumors for a long time that that relationship was PR. They just took the weirdest roles to me. It really did. They made a lot of, there was a lot of different things and see, okay. So little influencer tea here. I'm not giving any names or anything like that. I do know who this is, um, but I know of someone who is getting involved in a PR relationship. Okay. And so I've seen kind of some of the behind the scenes inner workings of it all. It's not me. I wish it was. God, I would love to do a video about being in a PR relationship. I tried it so you don't have to. I was in a fake relationship. No, none of that. There is no contracts involved for these people, but there is a very, very clear pitch deck. And these people are not major celebrities. These are influencers that I am referring to. Um, So I'm assuming that if this is, in fact, a PR relationship, some things in these pitch decks and in these contracts get so very specific down to like how many public appearances, how many promotions they do, certain, like the numbers get specific and then they're signed. If this is, let's say in the insane world of PR, celebrity, all of that, let's say hypothetically that Sean and Camilla were in fact PR and that this started when they did Senorita and then it's just now ending now for whatever reasons. And I'm not going to sit here and speculate about Sean Mendez's sexuality. TikTok does it enough for him. I'm assuming he doesn't like it then. So I'm not going to be the one to do it, but all of this. And so I'm wondering if the reason some of these relationships lasted longer than is traditional for fake relationships, if it is fake, allegedly, again, don't sue me, is because we have a global pandemic in there. And there was all of these pushbacks for music releases, pushbacks for movie filmings and releases, pushbacks for public appearances that they could have done together and or done. And that's why we saw those really weird, super awkward, really slow strolls that they kept doing every morning for the paparazzi to take photos of them because they're just trying to reach their quota. Like it's, there's a very real possibility that COVID could have played a huge role in this relationship. I never thought of it so much like that and how that these relationships probably do have like specific like metrics and like KPIs that they're going for. But yeah, that definitely makes sense. That's just crazy to me. I mean, it's definitely not, but like signing of a contract being like, yes, we are going to do this. And like our teams are involved. Managers conversing with each other. Like it's, 
And then also with someone, when you have, in my case of what I was referencing, I'm speaking for influencers, okay? But imagine two musicians who have full-on like empires connected to their names or they're building empires, however you choose to look at the music industry. And so that's not just like managers involved. Like you've got publicists, you've got agents, you've got uh, your financial advisors involved, you got lawyers involved. Like it could be so deep and so insane and deep down in there that, okay, See, now I really want to get in a fake relationship. I need to know the background. Does anyone need a fake girlfriend for the holiday? I'm so down. I'm so... (laughs) Video idea. I feel like what you should do or you could do is like get into a fake relationship, not tell YouTube or anyone that it's a fake relationship, and then try to see like how long it will take for like all the comments and everyone to be like, you're in a fake relationship, and then post the, I tried being in a fake relationship video. Yes. And see how long, like, like, so here's what happened. And I feel like it would be very interesting because if I feel like if I, it could be really anyone I'm by, but like if I... I'm thinking specifically like someone's favorite male celebrity, the amount of just fodder I could get from people hating me because I'm dating their fave or dating their fave. I think that could be a great video experience and a different look into like the mental health and the background of like these relationships with public figures, because at the end of the day, I'm still nobody. So I think that would be cool. But anyway, oh, wait, I did forget. I want to talk about this. So Jacob Elordi, I knew something was coming before we got the public announcement that him and Kaya were breaking up because on my For You page, I kept getting all of these random videos of him from his friends from these verified accounts. And they were like soft launch thirst traps of Jacob Elordi. No comp, no captions, just like videos of him laughing and having fun with friends. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what? What is happening? And then sure enough, two days later, it's announced that he's single and him and Kaya broke up. And I'm like, okay, you were prepping. Yeah, you're not very super torn up by this, it seems like. Like, you had a business strategy and exit plan in place. It just be so impossible for feeling someone to, for people to not get hurt in doing this. Someone's gonna catch feelings. It's like that rom com. Yes, that's the romance reader in me. I'm just like someone's gonna catch feelings, um, and it's gonna get hurt. There's gonna be a travel situation. There's only gonna be one room booked, you know. And then oh, surprise! There's one bed, you know. Like there's gonna be something because everyone thinks you're a real couple. Yes, and it's like yeah. But in going back, kind of the Kardashians, do you feel like? the engagement between Courtney and Travis was pushed. Do you feel like these celebrities are getting engaged so early or like what I would consider, what most people would consider early because people love them so much? Yes and no. I think they definitely were like, I think anything, if I was them, I would have pushed the whole two single parents dating way longer if I was them and then have people rooting for them and all of that. If, okay, if we're sick, if we're not thinking of this as a relationship and more thinking of this as like a business strategy, I would push the single thing way longer or the single parents dating and all of that. Mm. I think with them, maybe it was pushed but I think, see, I would have to look more at like what else happened around that time within the Kardashian family to see if I really believe that or not. Because I know they've been friends for years. Like they've known each other for a long time and then they started oh, dating. Okay. Um, and so that's the only reason why I'm, I'm not like, yeah, I think it was pushed because maybe they did have these feelings for a long time and they're just like, look, we're great together. Let's just, let's just do this. Let's get married. Let's really do this, you know? And maybe it's that. Or maybe that's just me being a romantic. I don't know. <laughs> I think what also kind of adds to the believability of all these people dating, especially Pete Davidson, is that like the bigger you get, the harder it is to date kind of outside of the Hollywood circle, I would say, and like outside of like this elite like group of people. So it's like you're gonna end up people just end up dating all these like same people. And it's like I think I saw it, it was like Pete Davidson and like Robert Patterson had dated like a bunch of similar people too. And it's just like, cause they're all like within this Hollywood system. Yeah, no, apparently there's whole maps of like, you can take any woman in Hollywood and there's not even like two or three degrees before you're at Bobby Flay of like people they've dated. Like Bobby Flay is literally like slept with half of Hollywood. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think at a certain point, yeah, it's definitely the like the elite sticks with the elite. You're just like Pete was just around. Yeah. You just gotta be like Pete. Just be around, be funny and be somewhat emotionally available and you'll see what happens. Okay, so less of a a fun topic now. I just think it's a good time to make this switch over. So 
we talked a little bit about this, about the, again, I don't like surviving Sophia. I don't like the term. They, that's okay. So for those not in the know, Sophia allegedly was someone who was for the last year or two, it seems like from what I've gathered, kept kind of showing up in these various spaces that were celebrities congregated and or influencers were congregating. And what she kept telling people was that, oh, I work in PR. There's a lot of different variations, but she kept saying that she worked in PR and then would say that she worked with various influencers, that she edited for them, that they that her company sent her to these spaces. And people eventually, at a certain point, if you just keep walking in like you belong in a place, people are going to believe that you belong in a place. So people didn't just assume she was meant to be there because she was just perpetually in these spaces. And what she started doing, and see, this is the thing, I, I got to acknowledge that part of this is brilliant because the thing is, is like if, if it weren't for the money aspect and hell, maybe if it weren't for the, the influencers and the way that they spoke about her, people would be applauding her or even not even paying attention because people sneak into backstage spaces all the time. It's not a new thing. Like people get backstage and it's like, oh my gosh, you snuck into the Met Gala. You snuck here. You did X, Y, and Z. Like no one questions that anymore. If anything, it's like, yay, elite, Joanne the scammer. Hell yeah. You know, like, and so I don't get some of this is like super okay. I'm get I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> but basically, one of the the grifts that she would do is that she would go up to these people and be like, "Hey, I work PR with so and so. They sent me here. I don't know anyone here. Can I just hang out with you guys for the night?" And then so she would integrate herself with groups of influencers. And then whenever she was questioned by security or someone else higher up, she'd just be like, "Oh no, I'm here with them," as if she was part of their group. And so that added to her credibility within the space. And it seems like the these influencers, despite what happened on the 19th, for the last several months, like I found two different podcasts, one from Olivia O'Brien and Dixie D'Amelio, and then one with Logan Paul and his gang. And they were all talking about this person named Sophia. And no one put two and two together that this was someone they should be looking into. I feel like I saw the Dixie D'Amelio, but not the Logan Paul one. So it's like, what were they talking about? And how to like... Yeah, they were talking about how, uh, again, five months ago, they were at the Triller fight. And Sophia was in there and kept going up to them being like, oh, I'm here, all that. And Mike, who is uh, Logan's co-host, was like, okay, cool, like, but whatever. And then kept, she kept getting pulled out by security and removed and kept screaming at Mike, like, I don't know why this is happening. Why is this happening? Again, this is all alleged. I was not there. I'm just talking about what's in the clips and all of that. And like, what's happening? I don't know why all this is happening. And just kept being like, okay, well, clearly don't have a past. Like you don't have this. Same thing with Olivia O'Brien and the Dixie D'Amelio where she kept kind of integrating herself into the space and saying, oh, I left my charger. I left my stuff and kept getting back into the room. Um, Kept saying she knew Ricky, kept saying she knew a bunch of other people, kept saying she knew Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow was at the center of this, but he's not saying anything, which is the smartest thing I think him and his team could be doing at this point. Because he's above this. But basically, so it was a lot of that and then where this so just getting into the spaces and sneaking into the spaces and kind of integrating yourself that's one thing yeah that's one thing like honestly not a crime that's like that's maybe breaking and editing like uh, on the it's a fine line and like maybe 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 trespassing maybe she's tiptoeing on it yeah yeah exactly it's like okay anyone else they'd be high-fiving her like good for you you know you you, you're manifesting there you go (laughs) you know like but where the line comes in is uh so there's been allegations of money being stolen there is no actual 11 million. The number going around was that she scammed 11 million in total from these influencers. The number is nowhere near that big. What it sounds like to me is that at max, what she may have gotten in goods and services and all of that from these mm-hmm. uh, influencers that she scammed, flights, things like that, is right. if we're being generous, maybe 15,000. If we're being generous of what she got. Yeah. Based on what I've heard. The 11 million allegedly was that to prove that she had access to money and that, oh, what she tried to claim is that Jeff Wittick, who is a former current member of the vlog squad, that she worked with him, that she worked with PR with him. And she kept using and name dropping him all the time to be like, oh, he's going to pay you back. I got this. Look at this bank account I have access to and would show screenshots that she had edited or something like that showing a bank account that allegedly had 11 million in it. So that's where it seems that 11 million came from, but it does not seem that there was ever 11 million that had been removed from someone and given to Sophia. And at that point, I mean, I, 
that's a Hall of Fame moment if you are able to get 11 million, like without being in a Ponzi scheme. Like that's, <laughs> so there's that. Basically her Ponzi scheme was having clout and being connected to these people and like, oh, yes. this is all just going to work out because that's what I've listened and like figured out. Mm-hmm. That's like, oh, she, everything just got paid for because someone else would pay for it in these circles that she would like end up in. And then at that point, it's like, also I agree. It's like, if she was like a guy, I feel like people would be like, oh, like they won, like, he won look at that like yeah like the guy who got into the fight and asked logan paul for a job like he made he he's it was really pathetic frankly but like he He snuck in too he was applauded yeah like oh well he went after what he wanted and it's like no he went backstage like like let's call it what it is and he also was super dumb and filmed himself and said that uh, i just left this job and x y and z and it's like "Mm, you're dumb um okay so I just pulled up some tweets that I had saved um, yes. just to see if I could pull up anything other, any allegations, because like I'm going to start talking about some of the uh, money stuff. Basically, what started all of this coming to light was the surviving so- Sophia Twitter space and a bunch of these people, these influencers speaking publicly about her and all of that and how she had gotten in and all of that. And apparently one of the things that she did and this this is something I haven't seen brought up a lot until later, but Susie Antonian was someone that apparently was also used. She's Jonah from the Vlog Squad, Nick Antonian's sister, friends with Jeff, all of that. She apparently was also used as like a uh, justification of like, oh, me and Susie are best friends. Like we're staying at the hotel together, all this stuff, like in reference to other people, like, oh, I'm waiting for Susie. I'm doing this, like all that. And so for the Twitter spaces, they were like, when are we getting Susie in here? We need to hear about this. We need to talk about this. And it just kind of seemed like every, in, like listening to the spaces. So I listened to all the spaces that I could find and it just seemed like they were she first go well when Susie got got on she immediately called her a whore and so I was like oh so that's where this is going okay which I don't think it was necessary but you know that's just me but it seems like the the money aspect of it there's a lot of allegations and things that were said and people are wondering like oh well why did these influencers give their money and all of that allegedly what happened is that Sophia would say that she had been assaulted, that her friends had abandoned her in LA, that she uh, was assaulted. They stole her phone. They stole her money. They stole her wallet. She couldn't get her plane back. They canceled her flight. They stole her tickets, X, Y, and Z, all of these stories. And she would tell them to different people. And I mean, I can't like be like, oh, well, that's on you for not knowing better when someone is telling you a story like that. And you just want to do something out of the kindness of your heart. I can't fault the influencers for that. I can't fault Jeff for just giving her his, cr- her, his credit card information because he just gave her his credit card information upon hearing the story and was like, okay, well, book yourself a flight, all of that, take care of yourself, get yourself home. Like, I feel like there's a better way to handle this, especially since Jeff has literally been to jail. Like he's actually dealt with things like this in the past. So the fact that he was just gung-ho about handing over his credit card information and all of that is insane. There's also allegations that uh, Sophia had access to Susie Antonian's Venmo account and that she was using that to send money to people and paying people back with that, that she was buying DoorDash and Uber Eats and all this other stuff with people's cards. There's this whole thing about her allegedly, again, I'm saying super allegedly, I have seen very little evidence that this is actually a real thing, that Sophia broke into a mother's house where her two children were to steal her bank cards and things like that. I'm like, okay, if that's true, horrible, bad. Lines are being crossed. Children are now involved, okay? And again, if any of these allegations that she's like, I am not here to speculate whether or not she was actually assaulted or not. I am not here to do that. But I do think that if someone does make up a story like that for the sole purpose of getting money and sympathy points, I do think that's fucked. That's my view on that. But yeah, I don't, the, there's allegations of drugging that she drugged people to get their, their cards informations. There's allegations that she was just around when they were drinking to get photos of their, their cards and things like that, which it's like, I, I think that's less, I don't want to say the word predatory or less predatory because that's not the right phrasing. I'm just trying to think of how to, is it a crime to steal cards from people and steal money from people? Yes. But I mean, if you're like in the space, and I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, I feel it's like I'm totally It's all very scammy behavior. It's all yes, very- Yes, it's all like, very scammy. But they made it seem like in the Twitter spaces and some of the things I'm seeing, it seems more like they're, they're saying like, oh, she drugged them for the purpose of getting their cards. And then other versions I'm hearing where it's like, she was in the room, everyone was drinking already. And then she just waited for the opportunity to grab a card, which I do think is different mm. 
than actively going out and proofing someone or drugging someone or doing something like that. There's this whole other person on TikTok. I want to find her name. Uh, She did a story time because her dad worked with Jack Harlow. And so she was actually allowed on stage for one of his concerts. And Sophia was there. And she can prove that she was there. Her and Sophia were there together. Sophia, there's videos of them dancing while Jack is on stage. And she just kept saying like, uh, Sophia immediately integrated herself with this girl and is like, oh my gosh, you're so pretty. You're definitely Jack's type. Jack's like totally mad at me right now. Like all this stuff. Like, how do you know Jack? Like, how do you, how'd you get on stage? How do you do this? And again, this girl, this TikToker who's showing all these videos and is telling the story. She's like, I literally was in contact with Jack's management. Like I had a line to her. I was speaking with her. I know we were on good terms. And so at a certain point, um, she was like, oh, uh, Sophia was like waiting around the hotel or something after the show and was like, oh, we're going to go to Jack's room. Just hang on. And like she's texting someone. She sees her, the phone lighting up. It says Jack Harlow on top of it. Like so this it looks like she's texting someone and then it looks like it's Jack Harlow. So they really have no she, she but she the girl in the TikTok again, I feel so bad. I can't remember her name. That was the TikTok, the the TikTok user that that article it's from Dextero or whatever. Um, they're referencing the user who posted clips from the Twitter spaces themselves, not the actual story time. But this girl had videos of her and Sophia and was telling her story about it. And she was like at, at a certain point we're waiting for for hours. I didn't see Ricky X, Y, and Z, but she just said, oh, Jack said that uh, his management said we can come up, but like he doesn't want me to bring anyone else or whatever. And this girl is like, I, I literally just talked to his management. Like I just talked to her. And Sophia goes, oh no, his other manager. And she's like, he doesn't have another one. Like it's the one. And so that was like one story in particular where she was just like, the, the, the story just kept snowballing. And so until like eventually there was no leg left to stand on other than like, okay, I need to get away from you because you know I'm lying now type of thing. Mm. Other people were claiming that like, oh yeah, she, she did the story about being abandoned in LA all this time to get flight information and pay. And like, she kept requesting money without ever paying me back. At one point, one girl, and again, alleged, she claimed she had to uh, say she was going to have Sophia deported because allegedly she is from Toronto in Canada, I believe. And uh, she said she said she was going to report her and have her deported. And that's the only way she was able to get her money back. All, all this stuff. It's very all over the place. I, I Now what's happening is that there is allegations or claims that Sophia is pregnant and that it's Jack Harlow's. Okay. Sophia does not know Jack Harlow. Like, obviously. Like, why is everyone so... I feel like the issue here is that these influencers are getting very gullible and, like, they want to believe things. I feel like they have too much money and they're just like, oh, yeah, whatever, here. I don't know. I I feel like... Like, this is why I brought up financial advisors or business managers. Like, when you have a certain amount of money, and that's the problem with all these influencers. They don't know how much money they have. It's not even that. They think because they've been able to build everything themselves, they can do everything themselves. And eventually, it's not until they have negative experiences that they realize, okay, yeah. I need a manager. I need to know. I need yeah. to have contact with a lawyer. I need to have someone who's handling this for me. You know, I need a PR person. Although, no one ever gets PR people in this industry. It sucks. It's Some of you could really benefit from PR people. And listening if you are if you are a youtuber influencer listening to this get a pr person for the love of god or have a consultant on deck i don't know but you are not a pr master okay okay (laughs) there's this when a certain amount of like celebrities have business managers people who handle their finances who make sure they're not doing things like this like giving away their credit card information because of something like this or it's like you you can't and, and it's not like making it difficult and on one of the spaces um i don't remember who said this but someone said see she just knew that if she was around these types of people and she just said, oh, I, I can't find my card, my card's not swiping, whatever, then the people with her would just be like, oh, don't worry about it, I got it because they had money. And so exactly. and so they would just do a kindness for a friend or something like that. And it's like, that's one thing. Like someone just swiping their card for you is one thing. But giving out card information, booking flight information, that's something that if you have a business manager, and I think people maybe this is a freedom thing and people think like, oh, I don't want to go through a babysitter to deal with my money. I get that. But also when you have this much money and you're still new to this industry, have someone that you text and you're like, hey, I'm trying to book flights for a friend. Can you help me out with this? And then have them deal with it. And then you got checks and balances. You have record that this money was done and it's not all over Venmo or PayPal or whatever. Because yeah, so there's that. The math wasn't mathing for me. And that's what I said in my message to you uh, because of the money and some of that where it was just like, I don't want to just sit here and say that these influencers were gullible because I don't think that 
anyone would like to believe or question when someone is telling them a bad story about something that happened to them. I have anxiety, but I'm also like <laughs> annoying. So I probably would be like, oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm so sorry, but like, what can I do? But I mean, I don't think I would ever just hand someone my credit card information. And I think that's where I'm like, yeah, that part is where I'm like, that's kind of like too much. You're a little gullible if you just hand someone your credit card information. But it's like, you do want to believe people, but it's like, you should only be helping out. Here's another thing. Don't give people, the best advice I ever got is don't give people money you don't expect to get back or that you wouldn't feel comfortable getting back. Like no matter if it's like a friend, it's a, your family member, like you might not get that back no matter who that is. I Do you remember actually that like heiress, that like girl that pretended to be an heiress? Oh my gosh, yes, okay. Anna, Anna Delvey, Anna Sorkin. Okay, there's going to be a Netflix show about it. I was obsessed with this case. And it's it's this whole thing. And a lot of people were making comparisons to that. Like, oh, she yeah. did the same thing with all these billionaires. And it's like, yeah, but see, there's different things that she did. And like Anna Delvey, like there was a paper trail. Like they they were able to lock her up. There's She's apparently allegedly actually being held by ICE right now because she uh, was flaunting money and she was supposed to be deported. And so apparently she's still in holding right now because she was out. She's been apparently in holding for months now because she got out of jail in God, January, March. I don't remember, but yeah, she was doing her show and flaunting money. And they were like, you can't do this. Like you can't just start flaunting money the moment you're out. Like your visa was denied and all of that stuff. So, but again, the difference here is that, I mean, I don't want to say it's different because they both went after people with money. It's different in that there are other allegations within that that are sob stories other than just like, oh, I'm an heiress. I can't get to my fortune until this state and showing bank stuffs and things like that. Like there's, I'll say emotional manipulation involved here. And that's where the differences come in. And then obviously if the drugging and breaking and entering are actually a true thing, then that's something completely different on top of all of this. So, yeah. I feel like you just have to go back to don't give away money that you don't think you're not <laughs> going to get back or that you need because you not, I'm not saying that people are bad. You just don't know. People will say like one thing, but it might be like another thing. Whatever the reason was, she needed that money. Yeah, I feel like I saw another person talking about it and they were just like almost like trying to um, shame like her actions. And I'm just like, uh, it's like just to some degree, like if you're a scam artist, that is your profession. You got the money. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, as long as you're doing a girl boss about it, like go for it. No. <laughs> I mean, providing for herself, you know, like, but yeah, I just be aware of your finances. Don't like give away money you really need or like you don't expect to get back. And yeah, if you have a lot of money, you probably should have a business manager because situations like this could happen and you always think it like won't be you. Like no one's going to scam you out of money. There's like a podcast scam goddess i don't know if you ever heard of. oh yeah, yeah, yeah i'm very big on i'm a big fan of scam wow they're a friend of the podcast yeah. um but yeah okay. lots of that yeah so there's just so many ways people are trying to scam you at all times so just be mm -hmm. aware of what's yeah what's going on people want to scam you it's like it's easy yet hard the thing that's crazy to me though is that all of these influencers and one of them in the space was talking about, see, the thing about us is like, we're all in the same place. We all go to the same things, but like, and we're like friendly, but we don't talk. And it's like, I mean, I kind of get that because like it, when with, with internet friendships, especially like when you're another content creator, like I'm very awkward. I don't know where the boundaries are. Like, are we besties or are we mutuals? Like, are we doing business advice only? And then we're only talking when it pertains to that. Or are we like talking about our day and getting ice cream when you're in town? Like what are, what are, where are the boundaries? You know? So I do get that. But at the same time, it's like some of these things, people were talking about her for months and no one questioned it. Like no one thought, huh, we all have the same experiences with this Sophia who keeps getting removed from these spaces. Maybe we should look into this or maybe we should hire someone or maybe we should ask security like, hi, is she cleared to be in this area? Like at the end of the day, like this is a safety thing for yourself, not just for these spaces. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say like, oh, common sense is it common. But like, so, like some of these things could just be like, just speak to each other. And some of them were like Dixie and, and uh, Olivia O'Brien were speaking to each other about this girl. And it's just over their heads that it was the same person that this could potentially be a problem. I feel like this is like another issue where it's like these people are like, 
industry friends or internet friends, but like to like the lowest degree, because it's like clearly you're not talking to each other and you're not actually friends or else you would know who's friends with who. She's in so many. Someone was able to go through all these old TikTok videos of people going to like influencer parties, like the same thing with like the Scientology necklace that happened. She was at the at the most recent party for like the new what is it like YouTube um, like house reality show oh right? oh, oh, oh yeah um reality What's house or whatever it's called Rea- yeah she was at the reality house party like a week ago so it's like clearly you're just not questioning who's there you're not questioning who's there you're just like oh this is a friend of a friend i guess but no one's actually talking to her i guess no one's actually talking to their friends everyone's just like on we'll their see phones. another another creator gosh i want to say his name he's friends with emmy okay i believe Um, He was like, oh, I went to this party by myself. And the thing about these influencers parties is that literally everyone the entire night is just looking for someone who can make them more famous and running around and trying to get photos and talking with, oh, who are they? Oh my gosh, do you, do you think she, she, she sees me? I should go talk to her. Cause like she told me to come talk to her. Like it's so much of that, that someone like a Sophia, someone who is just kind of there and is like, oh yeah, no, I'm friends with so-and-so someone who can't make these people more famous is the mm. probably the smartest way to get into these spaces because no one's looking at you too hard. They're like, okay, is your follower count above 30% over mine? No. Okay. Goodbye. Uh, enjoy the food. Bye. You know, like, so I don't, I don't, I, I think if anything, I hope this is a wake up call for creators and influencers in these spaces that like, Hey, let's just, let's just talk things through. Let's ask questions. Let's not give out our credit card information. That still floors me. Who's like this fly on the wall person that has the gate code? Like, oh my God, yeah, that got me. Like she, okay, so the Olivia O'Brien video, uh, they were talking about how she was removed from the VMA. She got removed from these events, Got uh, didn't have tickets to Rolling Loud, but she kept claiming she did. And then they somehow went back to Jake's house. She's taking photos with little Jake Paul, Titus. She's having Titus take photos of her, which side note, having a child take photos of you when you're snuck into a room is a peak wedding crasher behavior, frankly. I don't know another comparison. Like, there's that. And then there's, gosh, then sh- they they left. They wouldn't give her a ride. And they went to Jake's house. And then she's there and she somehow made it inside and knew the gate code. And it's like, who gave you the gate code? Or were the gates just not locked? Or she hopped the fence? Like, do we know? Do none of these people have security? What is going on? Especially when you have money like the Pauls. Like, geez. So yeah, and then just hanging out in lobbies for hours, trying to find someone to get in an Uber with them. Yeah, because it's just like, don't you have security? Or like, don't you have cameras? Where, where's your ring bell? Like, you don't yes. have any of the, yes. like, you don't have any of these. Where are your floodlights? Things? What's going on? Like, <laughs> where's the simply safe you keep pitching in your YouTube videos? Like, what is going on? <laughs> yes, okay, but it's literally actually is reminding me. Remember, like the the Hollywood like circle of like teens that was like robbing oh, the bling the ring. Yes. The bling ring, like, um, those kids. It's giving me that. It's, like, clearly your, like, security was so low that you, like, this happened. And now this is kind of, this is is bad. This happened to you. But, like, obviously it's, like, showing you the cracks in the system. And that obviously. Yeah, I think if anything, this is a wake-up call. And I'm hoping it's that. Maybe, Maybe you won't go and hire a new person for your team. But maybe you'll look at, like, I don't know how you conduct yourself in public or um, with your finances. Who are you hanging out with? Exactly. And not just like, oh, what are your followers? How, how can you get me to Jack Harlow? Like what? Oh gosh. So yeah. So I feel like if anyone actually talked to her, they like, they like should have been able to like figure out that something wasn't right. Yeah. Like, and, and that's what it sounds like happened with this TikTok girl where she was just like, okay, well maybe this is something, but she, she felt like something was off. And it wasn't yeah. until it was like the lies blatantly were like, th- like she couldn't come up with any more plausible lies or like couldn't fudge the truth anymore where she, it, until that was when she was like, okay, yeah, goodbye. Like you, you need, you're not, this isn't working out. Goodbye. Uh, in that sense, I do think it's kind of like Anna Delvey because uh, Anna, what she did is she really integrated herself with a lot of people like at the hotels and restaurants that she was when she was scamming billionaires and people in the in the general pop, uh, her friends and things like that, was she would integrate herself with people that worked in these spaces 
and be like, she would tip in hundred dollar bills and like get people to be obsessed with her and all this stuff. And she just wanted their time. She wanted that attention. She wanted to be the heiress on top of getting this money and building a capital because allegedly she wanted to build the Anna Delvey foundation in an old church and do this whole thing. Like she, and that's where someone was like this, she didn't have a plan. What'd she do? She skimmed money for DoorDash. And it's like, I mean, if a girl's got to eat, like not all of us can have not all of us want to do art exhibits in the middle of New York, you know? <laughs> oh, anyway, I can't wait for the Sophia tell all. And I can't wait to see, I, I hope if, if anything, I hope people that are influencers and such take, I don't know, just more precautions or just be smarter about things in the future than just, I mean, I, 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 again, I don't want to knock like questioning a sob story. I don't want to knock that because I would hope that if someone came up to me and was like, hi, I'm struggling with this. Like I, wouldn't question that. And I would take, I would take them at face value. Like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. What can I do? How can I help you? I would not give them my credit card information, but I would want to do something, you know? I think what I realized is like, I wish these influ, I would like them to be better victims and just take the L. Like you lost that money. Like why don't come for her now? Just like, I'm glad you guys talked about it, but move on. You lost that money. Mm -hmm. Like it just, just, you see it as a donation and like you always were paying for it. So you knew it's just now you found out she actually wasn't famous or doesn't actually know anyone. Now you're upset. Yeah. Cause you gave her that like access to that money and those funds. You gave her access to the funds. You gave her access to you at the end of the day. Cause she built up these webs of deceit for lack of a better word. And just like, Oh, I know so-and-so, so-and-so I work with so-and-so and all this stuff. And it's like, None of you called to like some of these, like the thing that floors me is like Jeff is friends with a lot of people in this industry. Like they've been on his shows. He's spoken with them. He's friends with them behind the scenes. None of them called him. Hey, what's the deal with your uh, person? And sometimes it's like uh, they did and he just didn't do anything about it. It seems like, or at least that's what it sounded like on the space. Like where he was like, no, I don't know what she's talking about. And then she would just be like, oh, Jeff is crazy. God, he hates me right now. I ignore him, whatever. Like, it's like, no, let's, let's be, let's be smart let's about this. Let's dig deeper. Let's figure out who this person is that's in our circle, walking among us. Like, oh, once again, leaving it at, don't, don't give away money that you want back because. And- exactly. If you want to donate to, if you're, if you feel moved to donate to something, like do it and just do it with like your heart and just leave it at that. Cause. <sighs> okay. But yeah. At the okay. end of the day, I don't feel that bad for these people because they all have much more money than either of us. So. Yeah. It's, it's not even like, even as someone who is a creator, like, like I am nowhere near any of these people who were scammed, nowhere near them as a YouTuber, right. as an influencer, nowhere near that. But it's just like am I smarter with my money than these people? Like that's where, but that's what's flooring me is that they either, some of them didn't seem to realize that she had access to their funds until like money was gone already, or it had been a while. And it's like, what are you doing? Get a business manager then have a financial person, watch over your stuff. How are you paying taxes when these girls are draining your accounts without you realizing it? It's, it's just, uh, anyway. Okay. It's frustrating. Cause it's like, yeah, we have, we have like $12 we're rubbing like together. And it's like, we know exactly where those $12 are and would never like let anyone touch them. And it's like the fact that you just didn't care at all. Oh like, gosh. Okay. But yes. Yeah. But yes. Okay. It's more fun. <laughs> Isaac, do you have a shenanigan for us? <laughs> I do and I don't. Uh, okay. It's not really a shenanigans. This is a time where it's like someone thought I was shenaniganging and I was not. I was just work. I was at a photo shoot the whole time, like working, like doing what I was like supposed to be doing. So here's okay. the shenanigans. And it's like, it was a mis. it was kind of a miscommunication, but it's like, I couldn't have been texting you because I was working and it was like mm-hmm. a family member. So, and okay. it kind of makes sense, but so this past summer I went and like visited my family in Brazil where I'm originally from, but then I like went mm-hmm. to go do like a photo shoot in Sao Paulo. And then apparently like my, I was talking to my godmother who I'd been staying with like before the photo shoot. And when I got there, when I started talking to the photographer, I was, I was like getting ready and everything. And it was like an internet friend and like someone like I'd met and I'm like, this like dude is like really like nice and sweet. Like this is like fine. Like everything is safe. Mm-hmm. Like everything's cool. So then we like... I leave my phone at like the place or whatever because we were going to go shoot outside 
And then we were like gone for like one one hour, maybe one hour and a half, like max. And I get back mm-hmm. and like my godmother has like messaged my aunt, my mom. They're like, where is Isaac? I haven't heard from them. They're just out in the city. Because it's like, San Paulo is like a more like, it's like closer to like New York or whatever. They just think I'm like out there like getting like taken or like someone's like robbed me. And I'm just like, I said we were about to shoot. Like I was gone for like an hour. Oh, <laughs> so you would let them know that you you were gonna be yeah. out of like range basically oh <laughs> and they still kind of like freaked out and i feel like it made me feel like i was like shenanigating because i'm like i'm just like out being an artist like in the city like doing city stuff but i'm like i but i told you i'd like told you that i was gonna be like shooting and then yeah. everything was like fine but they still kind of worried everyone but that's what happens when you're like in your early 20s and you're like you're really close with your family and you go to a, a new like city and they think that you can't handle yourself and you're just like gallivanting yeah. around town with the queers doing god knows what i guess <laughs> it's like i'm like i literally we were literally taking pictures but okay that was my like shenanigans and i like i called it an early night i was like i should just go to my aunt's house now i'm like I, we were gonna like go out and like do something i'm like no now it's like it's been too much even though i didn't shenanigans people think i have been shenanigans i just want to have an easy so night. now it's like you yeah. i need to make sure i am in the line of sight of everyone who is worried exactly. so they know i am exactly. literally doing nothing <laughs> exactly i'm like i don't know what you guys thought i was doing like i feel like that is that's that kind of a similar situation happened in high school but usually i'm like i'm actually like the okay like semi like good kid i'm like not doing at whatever you think i'm doing i'm not doing i'm probably like in my computer like in my computer and my room on my computer or like talking to my friend or like we're like co-working or doing a photo shoot i'm like nothing was happening yeah no i i i was definitely like when i was in high school and stuff i was definitely the kid who didn't i was the good kid but not because i didn't i i like wasn't going and doing things, I didn't want to deal with the potential backlash. So I was just like, I, I I never really had a real rebel phase because I was too lazy to have a rebel phase. Not even because I didn't want to like sneak out and deal with that. I didn't want to deal with the potential backlash of getting caught and dealing with that. So it's like, and even now, like with my dad, like my dad and I talk every single day. I live by myself out in LA. He's in Orange County. And I talk with him all the time. And so it's like, I, I, now I wonder, cause like he's someone who's, he just assumes that I'm doing good if I don't call him or I don't talk to him at some point. And it's like, Oh, I'll hear from her eventually. So now I'm wondering like if I were to go missing for like two days, if he would actually notice. <laughs> mm. well, if you talk every day, then I feel like on the two, the 42 hour mark, he would be like, why haven't I heard anything? And then I feel like yeah. another thing, it's like, if you're not posting on your Instagram and he's aware that you're usually like posting or you're online it's like where where are you I feel like oh, maybe I'm telling you, he spends fan. more time he spend more he spends more time on tiktok than i do he has two different okay. accounts he sends me tiktoks from both it's actually concerning his for you page scares me frankly but yeah there's that yeah no i have an if i go missing folder <laughs> that, that he has Who a copy like, of do you feel like your fans or your parents would notice there's like a gap in like communication with you. See, I don't know because there are times where I'm just like working on other stuff. Like this month I've been doing NaNoWriMo. So I've been spending less time like just updating stories and things like that because I've been writing. And so I don't know, like I don't think I've posted anything on Instagram stories today. So it's like if I were to not post for two days, would anyone actually be alarmed or would right. it just be like, oh, okay, Amanda's doing something else, you know? Like, we'll hear from her eventually. I, I think if I missed a Tuesday upload, that's when people would worry. Like, if I didn't post a video on a Tuesday or something. But yeah, see, I don't know about, like, if my internet... If Okay, if I ever posted to Twitter something like, I liked Steve Rogers' Endgame ending, like, I then you know I've been abdu- abducted. Please assume something bad has happened to me, okay? What's another one that would work? I'm, I'm quitting coffee. If I were to do something like that, assume I've been abducted, okay? Assume I'm trying to get the message out, yes. You've been taken. I, I sympathize with Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yes, I. you know what? We should hear his side of the story, really. That's how you know someone's got a gun on me, like, 
<laughs> like we need a we need a we need a FaceTime. I need to see Amanda's face. Who is around <laughs> her? Because this 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 tweet was done in duress. This was- <laughs> so I mean, I clearly I need to see. I see this is good. This is how I know I need to go through and look at my own little safety nets because I am a small, tiny woman that lives alone in LA. Um, alone, as in I also have my my barking alarm clock who barks at every person that walks by as if they are breaking in with a gun. So, I mean, it's very hard to abduct me silently. Also, I'm annoying as hell. Mm. I would fight to my last breath. <laughs> Don't abduct me is the moral of the story. <laughs> I believe you would not only would you fight to the last breath, but then you would make it out and then you would just have to make like your new content. Now it's just about surviving, <laughs> surviving your abduction. <laughs> and now not only is your career going to grow, you're like, I want to go on Ellen now. I'm going on talk shows. I, I start writing nonfiction books. I start, you know, I, I have a talk show. Yeah, there's, there's a pivot. Yes, there's exactly. a full pivot. Oh my gosh. And then the first thing I do is go on Instagram. So this fucker abducted me. <laughs> this is how we know you're an artist when it's like anything that happens to you. It's like now it's a part of the art. It's doesn't, it's not. Yes. Oh gosh. If I get, I have yet to be arrested. Um, it's shocking compared to some of the shit I've done, but I just keep waiting. I'm waiting for a moment where I have a mugshot because I, I will make merch with it. it it'll be, I'll go full Tana. Full salmon Colby, like I'll I'll have merch with my with my mugshot on it. I'll sell mugs with my little mugshot, <laughs> something with a pun on it. You know, like it'll it'll be oh a God. small entertainment mug pun. So yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on and for talking with me through uh, celebrity relationships, as well as breaking down some more on this the surviving Sophia. I don't want to say surviving the Sophia situation. I don't want to say surviving Sophia because I don't know until we see proof that like there was actual not just financial harm done, but like there was actual like emotional distress done that these alleged druggings happened. I don't feel comfortable using the phrase surviving Sophia because that makes it seem like there was more done than could have actually been done. I'm not saying any of this is okay. If yeah. anything, in my opinion, Sophia survived LA. <laughs> they thrived. I mean, if she if she made it back to Canada in spite of all of this, good on her, frankly. Like how, oh my gosh. Like no one's filed a police report from what I've seen. No one's done anything about this. And so no, it's I'm glad like- we have the time and space to talk about this because yes. this has all just been clouding up my like feed and like- internet and i'm just like what is going on with the simulation right now and honestly like i was sick earlier this week and now i'm like kicking it back into high gear because i'm just like everyone else clearly pj isn't crushing the simulation like i just need to i need to make my simulation as good as theirs because clearly i i can't just let it sit i need to just I need we need to start keep- manifesting. We need to girl boss our best life, okay? Gaslight, gatekeep, girl, girl boss. Exactly. Uh, Mansplain, exactly. male wife, what, manipulate, okay? Like all of it. We just got to do it. The simulation is ours now. Screw this. If Pete Davidson can do it, we can do it. That's why I'm like, he is a ray of hope. We need to stop hating on him and he needs to write a book. Like write yes. a book. <laughs> like tell me Honestly, how I can be like you. Hire us, hire us to tag team your memoir, Pete. We will ghostwrite the memoir for you hire us we will tag team it it'll be great <laughs> we're already clearly very like interested and like <laughs> oh my gosh anyway, about this. <laughs> do you want to go ahead and plug your stuff and plug your internet friends like what do you go for it yes go ahead you can find me and your internet friends with it you are like your your internet friends online and it's a beautiful zine. It's uh, it's amazing. Show wait, show your little picture and your blur. Oh my gosh, that's right. I forgot there's a picture of me in here. Wait, yes. it's Look right there. Me. Yes. Ah, the the Instagram photo that I that's been on my Instagram for like literally since 2019. <laughs> I need to take more photos. Clearly, maybe for like that 2021. Perf- you get like new professional headshots. <laughs> Yes, I have some too for my acting stuff. I should just stick them on there because they very they're very like uh, oh I could play a female hacker like it's a lot. (laughs) Yes, I'm always for repurposing things. But yeah, find your internet friends, and also you can find me at i s a a c Isaac Coenca C O E N C A around the internet web. I'm also very like more like I'm more unhinged on Twitter um, and I will plug that here I like usually don't associate like I won't talk about my Twitter on my Instagram I keep those this separate. is small shenanigans but, we but, yeah, encourage we, unhinged behavior 
so uh, genderless fruit which is like perfectly like sums up like me i also use they them pronouns i never added that but i feel like you could tell from the vibes and genderless fruit yes i was i was very careful i was making sure that i I don't think i think i just called you by your name repeatedly (laughs) which i assume is always i think you did a great i think you did a great job yeah always appropriate (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> uh and but thank you so much for having me on this was so much fun. thank you again so much for coming on especially last notes we literally we literally discovered we discussed this yesterday and now we're doing this so like, thank you so much ago. for we're being like, so yeah, down I'll talk about this yes. i love celebrity <laughs> <laughs> yes anyway thank you so much for listening and if you're watching us on youtube thank you so much as always we have the youtube channel for swell shenanigans you can find us we now have a swell shenanigans instagram that i will get better at updating I will get better. Uh, follow us uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. You would like to send us voice memos. Anchor, go ahead and do it there. Um, new episodes every single Wednesday. If you would like more of me, your friendly neighborhood host, Swell, you can check out my new videos every Tuesday on the Swell Entertainment channel. And that's going to be it. Thank you again. Goodbye. <laughs>